Hey guys, what's up? This is Christina Riley with Studio Beanhead, and you're listening to the Caffeinated Inspiration Podcast. Some of the greatest things has happened to me over a cup of coffee. Great things can happen around a nice cup of coffee. I think that some of the best conversations happen when, you know, you're in that relaxed atmosphere of a warm, nice, smooth, creamy latte, you know, is like, oh, I wish I had one right now. <laughs> so there's just, for me, like one of, you know... I, I guess you could call me a coffee nerd or something. I don't, I don't know, you know, but I love my coffee and I probably shouldn't say that, <laughs> but I really do. I love, I love everything about having coffee. Now I, I'm very specific on the way I like my coffee and through my life, what I desire in coffee changes based on my mood or, you know, just different life events. Whenever I first got into uh, drinking coffee, I remember my uncle. <laughs> yeah, I remember before Starbucks. <laughs> you know, there used to not be Starbucks. Starbucks was kind of new. It wasn't so popular. I guess, it, you know, it's been around forever, but I remember the first time I was introduced to Starbucks. I'm sure it existed before that, but <laughs> um, anyways, I remember my uncle, he he came over and picked me up one day and I was a teenager and we used to swing dance. We did West Coast swing a lot and he used to pick me up and we'd go swing dancing together in classes. It was a lot of fun. But anyways, one time uh, he picked me up. He's like, Hey, have you ever had Starbucks? And I was like, what's that? (laughs) I know it sounds crazy. And um, he was like, it's the best thing and it will change your life. And uh, now it's kind of funny because I don't even really like Starbucks anymore. I like a lot of other, I've grown since then, but don't get me wrong. There's things I like at Starbucks, but it's not my go-to place. But anyways, so that's kind of my first memory of uh, (laughs) enjoying a nice cup of coffee filled with conversations because back then we went to a Starbucks that was in a Barnes and Noble and the way the Barnes and Noble platform was set up back then they had all these couches and comfy chairs and like really cozy nook corners that you could like you know low lighting in different reading areas and it was just this fun vibe where it's you weren't in the coffee shop but you were like surrounded by all these books and stories and you're in these like comfortable chairs you know by a fireplace or something like that and and you just, it's probably why they actually took those chairs out of uh, Barnes & Noble because people could just sit there and just visit and talk and not really buy things. But that's my first memory of enjoying like deep conversations around a cup of coffee and uh, enjoying my first latte. <laughs> so that's that. I could not even begin to count how many I've had since then, but that is not the point of this. Now, if we go way back when, when I was like a toddler, <laughs> I do have a confession to make and I hope I don't get my mom in trouble for this. I'm sure she's fine and you know I ended up being okay. You know I grew up I think I'm okay but anyways she uh I remember I was a toddler and I had a tippy cup and I remember I don't know how I remember this but I I do. (laughs) I've heard stories but I also actually remember this. I remember in one hand I was holding a goldfish container that shaped like a big goldfish. Oh I'm sorry no it wasn't goldfish it was Cheerios. (laughs) 
Okay, yeah, sorry. It's been a long time, y'all. Okay, so in one hand, I had this container that was like the shape of Cheerios, and it was filled with Honey Nut Cheerios. And in the other hand, I had my tippy cup. And uh, I don't know what was in my tippy cup, I guess water or like milk or something, but it was empty. And <laughs> my mom was in the car. She was drinking a cappuccino and it smelled good and she it looked so good. And she was my mom and, you know, I looked up to her and I wanted to be like my mom and she just made it look so good. And I remember begging her, please let me try some of that. And she told me no forever, but then she just gave up and she, she actually opened up my tippy cup and this, my dad was not around. <laughs> and uh, I think she would have gotten in trouble uh, if my dad had seen her do this. <laughs> Luckily, he was at work. Um, but anyways, she opened up my tippy cup. She poured a little bit of her, like about halfway full, I think, with her cappuccino. And she was expecting that I was going to, you know, take a sip and be like, oh, gross, you know, ew, icky. But, uh, you know, I... I loved it. And then she kind of freaked out because I, I'd always beg for her cappuccinos. And then she had to kind of explain that to my dad, like, oh, you know, oh, she just wants it. I don't know why. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, I've, you know, if, if we're going to really talk about coffee, I guess I can technically say I was kind of born on it. <laughs> You know, uh, anyway, so coffee has been a big thing in my life growing up <laughs> and story. If you know me or if you know me as a business owner, you know, that story is a huge thing for me. I am a storyteller. For those of you that don't know who I am or what I do, my business studio Beanhead is a marketing company that we specialize in telling our clients stories. We do it through video production, web design, digital marketing, photography, a lot of different areas. So story, I'm very, very passionate about storytelling there's so many different mediums that you can tell story in. Going back to the heart of this podcast, before I started my business, I worked in the oil and gas industry and I didn't really like it. There was things that I liked, but there was a lot of things that I, I didn't like. But I will say that I met my husband while I worked in the oil and gas industry. And so I'm super thankful for that. For those of you that are kind of unfamiliar with the oil and gas industry, it is a male dominant industry. Now, I'm not saying that there's not any females in that, that type of industry. There is, but it's just kind of outweighed. You know, when I worked in the oil and gas industry, I started there actually planning only being there temporary. It was years ago. I planned on, I, I feel bad about saying this, but I, I planned on making that my throwaway job, but I ended up staying there for 10 years. <laughs> if you want to know my background, kind of what happened was I started night assembly. Yeah, me, power tools, nighttime. Yeah, those of you that know me, <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh, she had a power tool? <laughs> But uh, anyway, so so I did a night assembly work for this one company. And while I did that, I got a part-time job at Channel 4. And then I was going to quit and leave this, you know, oil and gas company that was my full-time gig. I was very unbalanced at that time because when I worked at Channel 4, even though it was part-time, it was borderline full-time. Like you were barely part-time, you know, like just technically by like a fraction of an hour. <laughs> and so you take that with overtime and a full-time job and then you have like no sleep. <laughs> anyway, so that's kind of what my earlier years were kind of like. And I started a night's assembly and then I moved to the drafting department and I did graphic design and drafting. <laughs> 
I was actually a draftsman slash graphic artist. And then I moved from there to the IT department. And in the IT department, I was a graphic artist. And then I then I moved from a graphic artist role to a web designer role. And then I stayed in the graphic arts, but I, I did more like web design. And then they opened a marketing department. And then after the marketing department was created, I was, I was later put in charge of the web and graphics team. After that point, I quit. <laughs> so leading up to me leaving, you know, I learned a lot of great techniques. I learned a lot of good skills. I learned how to be a creative and a technical mind together. And so it gave me a lot of unique skill sets whenever I worked in that industry. So I I am very grateful for my time that I spent there. There was a lot of tough life lessons that I learned um, in that field and in that industry, but I feel like it did grow me up quicker and it felt like it matured me in areas that you know, I needed maturing in. So kind of the story how I started my business for a while, you know, like I told you before, you know, going into the oil and gas industry, I planned for that to be a throwaway disposable job, but I I stayed there for 10 years, you know, and I got really comfortable. And there was times in the, through that, that I wanted to quit, but I never felt that okay from God to quit. You know, I felt like he was wanting me to stay there. And so I, I, I didn't quit, you know, during those times, you know, 10 years went by. I I got married. I, you know, I met my husband there. We were married for a couple years before I started my business. You know, I climbed up that corporate ladder. I, I worked hard. I, you know, I didn't have a degree in my industry. So I felt like I had to work even harder to kind of prove myself, my self-worth. And so I, I just felt all this pressure that I, I really put it on myself. But I remember, you know, when I was in the marketing department that, you know, as I kept getting promoted, I just felt a greater pressure to prove my valued. It was such a cutthroat type of department that I was in and in the industry and and it just uh, I was super unhappy. However, I was very financially comfortable. My job was pretty secure and I just I was at a point in my life where I just felt it was easy to just continue doing the work. You know, I wasn't feeling creative. I felt very unhappy. I I felt depressed, but I was uh financially fine. I was like, you know, I had no financial worries. I was totally, totally set and comfortable. And at that point where it didn't make logical sense for me to quit, (laughs) that's when God spoke to my heart and told me, I want you to quit. And when he told me that he wanted me to quit, you know, it wasn't like an audible voice or anything. It was just in my heart, you know, just like a knowing. But at that time I was married, I'm still married. (laughs) So I don't make decisions just on my own. And I know that if God speaks to me, he'll also confirm it to my husband. So I talked to my husband and I said, Hey, you know, babe, I feel like God is telling me that he wants me to quit. What do you feel? Do you feel at peace about this? Has God been talking to you about this at all? Or what What do you feel? I was expecting my husband to say, um, no, you're not quitting. <laughs> you know, but that's not what happened. And so I knew without a shadow of a doubt that it was God speaking to me and confirming it to me through him. But he was like, yeah, I feel it too. I feel complete peace about this. It doesn't make sense at all, but I feel like it's time and I feel like we have God's blessing on this. And so that's when I quit. And, but it was, so it was one of those things where, you know, being in marketing, it, it truly didn't make sense in a lot of aspects. Another aspect that it didn't make sense in, I knew the right way and the wrong way to do some things. And I know that logically, if I was planning on starting up my own business, I should have built up a clientele. I should have done my marketing, (laughs) you know, had my website created, all this stuff. And 
create a found a digital foundation a you know network and just there's all these things to do pre-launch launch and I didn't do any of that and so I was actually a little scared because I was like okay god I I'm a, I do marketing I do video I do all of this stuff and you want me to, to start a business doing this stuff for my clients and you want me to not be prepared myself when I start <laughs> you know and I don't even have a client to to ha- you know to even have in my bag <laughs> You know, I, I, I didn't need to build clients back then. I had a job. But, you know, when God tells you stuff, sometimes, you know, when God gives you direction, it, it does not make sense, like, at all. I just knew in my heart to follow after peace because God leads us with his peace. And so that's exactly what I did. It was scary and it was very, it was just all I can say is it was super scary, but I did it. I quit that company, didn't have a true plan. You know, I was just going to do the things that I knew to do. So I ju- I just jumped. All I can say <laughs> is I heard God tell me to do something and I just felt so desperate to like do it. I just, you know, it's easy for me to be comfortable and just to stay, but I'm not. I'm going to throw all this away that I've built up for so long. It doesn't matter. I'm going to throw it away and I'm going to jump. And I did. And so, so the day that I decided in my heart, like, okay, I'm going to obey God. I'm going to quit. And I'm just going to trust God with like this crazy boldness. That's all I can say. I'm just going to, I just choose to trust him because I know his ways are good. And I know that he's not going to tell me to do something that's bad. So I just have to shut down my feelings and just leap. And so that moment that I did that, that very day that I I made that heart decision, I'm going to obey God, I'm going to quit. I got an email from a stranger, which at the time was the creative director for the Oklahoma Media Company, which if you're not familiar with that, it is the marketing firm that's owned by the Oklahoman for the Oklahoman. But it was like perfect timing. So in her email, you know, she was like, hey, are you available to do freelance work? And I'm like, uh, heck yeah. (laughs) And, uh, you know, she was, you know, we went, we talked back and forth and she was like, well, I really need you tomorrow. Are are you available tomorrow? You know? And, and so I'm like, okay. And so the time that she had me come in was literally, I walked out of the doors of the company that I had been in for 10 years without a plan of attack at all, you know? And then I walk in to the doors the very next day. I didn't even have like a gap of a break. (laughs) I walked out of one building and then the very next day I, you know, Google mapped my way to that place downtown and I walked into this beautiful new building of this new atmosphere. It was supposed to be like a two to three week, you know, basic freelance contract, which, you know, at the time I was like, okay, I'll take whatever I can do, you know, but then it grew into so much more than that. I wasn't just doing graphic design, but I was helping with marketing campaigns and some of their web stuff. You know, I met some great people there and I built some good friendships and uh, had a lot of awesome conversations with some really cool people. And it was just, it's so neat because, you know, I would have never met any of those people if I wouldn't have leaped, if I wouldn't have jumped. You know, the timing had been just perfect. And if I would have let fear hold me back, I just, I don't even know. I, I, no, I do know. I know exactly where I would be now. I would still be unhappy, depressed, bitter um, at the world, but financially set, you know, at, at this one 
company. And I'm just so thankful that I am where I am today. It's been a crazy journey to get to where I'm at today. And it's just, I have to give all of the honor and glory back to God because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. He led me every step of the way in my business. I've learned so many lessons and I've met some incredible, incredible people. There's a lot of people that I've met over my journey in building up my business that have truly inspired me and they continue to kind of shape me and mold me. Each client that I get leaves a lasting impact in my life, truly. Every video that I create, the final output that you see, you know, is usually typically around two minutes, sometimes a little bit more, but in general, it's like a one to two minute video. You know, what you don't see for every interview, you know, they typically last like an hour, sometimes two, depending on the content. So I have all this time that I get to talk to these people and get to learn about them and learn their story. There's a lot of inspiring aspects to the job that I do. I love the fact that I get to have these amazing conversations with unique people and learn about things that I had no idea, you know, existed. And just the way that I meet, you know, different business owners is kind of unique in itself. But, you know, the thought behind this is I'd like to highlight certain people to try to, and, you know, that's really, really impacted my life. I just kind of want to put a spotlight on them. I just know they're going to shine. So that's the whole point of this. I just, you know, I want to introduce these incredible stories. I feel selfish that, you know, I'm the only one that gets to hear some of these. And so I want to have this space, you know, I want to use this podcast as my outlet to not be selfish and not just keep this inspiration, you know, inside, but I want to let it flow out so that anybody can hear it. A lot of these conversations still change your life. I'm just very blessed to be here. And the main reason that I wanted to start this podcast is to really just, I want to inspire whoever's listening. I want to inspire you to trust God. I want to inspire you to hope again. I want to inspire you to build relationships with people, to make new friendships, to get out of your comfort zone. I want to inspire you to leap and not be afraid or maybe be afraid and not be controlled by that fear, not be held back by fear. Maybe you feel the feelings of fear, but you just keep moving forward despite those icky feelings. I want to inspire you to be the best you that you can be because you deserve it. That's the vision of this podcast truly, and I hope you enjoy it.